0: Wild Enrichment is independently owned and claims no affiliation to any zoo, aquarium, or other animal care institutions. All of the information and opinions communicated through this podcast, wildenrichment.com and affiliated social media accounts are based on my own opinions and experiences and are not in any way reflective of the opinions of my employers past or present. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wild Enrichment Podcast, a podcast about zoos, aquariums, animal enrichment, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kyle Banton Jones, zookeeper, animal lover, enrichment builder, and creator of wildenrichment.com. This is the Wild Enrichment Podcast. Enjoy. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Enrichment Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Banton Jones, and uh, welcome to 2021. Uh, it's a new year as of recording this, um, so it's been obviously a wild year, uh, especially for the tourism industry, as most of us are in. Um, so, I thought I would make this uh, podcast more about, um, you know, how to actually get community involvement in an enrichment program, because um, particularly this year, uh, past year, and this this current year, you know resources are tighter than ever. Uh, It's generally harder and harder to uh, get the money to do a lot of special products around the zoo. And unfortunately, a lot of the time, enrichment programs do suffer because of this. So um, I thought I would make this episode um, kind of about how to actually get community involvement uh, in your enrichment program, um, which is really going to be the foundation of getting um, kind of an updated enrichment program even though uh, you might have limited resources, getting your patrons and the community around you to kind of pitch in and support Uh, the enrichment program specifically. I find a lot of the times when you're searching for resources or when you're uh, looking for more enrichment items, you don't often think about reaching out to the community around uh, the institution you work at. So I think one of the things that a lot of the people in the animal care industry actually don't realize is that we all have really cool jobs. You know, I hope you do realize that because we do, but um, you know, maybe you do realize that you have a cool job, but it's really hard to realize how much someone that isn't part of the industry would be blown away by the stuff you're, that you're seeing every single day. You know, this really puts animal care facilities in an amazing position to leverage these experiences in exchange for not only donations and revenue from behind the scenes tours, but also enrichment donations as well. So using these opportunities um, to actually leverage these amazing experiences in exchange for donations is really going to vary a lot based on facilities. Some, uh, you know, I I don't really think it's a good idea, but a lot of facilities are very closed doors. They don't really want to see, they don't want to show the public what's going on behind the scenes. They're very exclusive with their social media content stuff like that. But I think that leaves a lot of wasted opportunities, uh, because we have the ability to leverage these social media experiences and stuff for uh, these actual donations. Um, You know, for example, uh, you know, getting community involvement in enrichment program is as simple as emailing your local Christmas tree farm in January. At the time of recording this, it is actually January. So this is something you can do right now. Christmas is just over. A lot of hardware stores, uh, department stores, um, Christmas tree farms, they have a lot of Christmas trees left over. They're already cut down. They're just going to throw them out or burn them or whatever they do with Christmas trees. But what they don't do is just generally give them away for free. But you can send them an email saying, hey, local Christmas tree farm, I work for blank facility name and our animals love Christmas trees. I was just emailing today to see if you had any trees left over from the Christmas season that you would be willing to donate. If you do, we would like to invite you to facility name, uh, watch us give your trees to some of our animals. You'd be more than welcome to take videos for your company's social media during your visit. I've attached a picture of Bob, our bison with a Christmas tree that was donated last year uh, for you to check out and that's when you attach a picture of Bob. Looking forward to hearing from you sincerely, your friendly neighborhood zookeeper. So really the fundamental parts of that email are asking for exactly what you want and telling them that you've done this before, it's going to work and three obviously in exchange for a social media opportunity for that company um, in exchange for the donated Christmas tree. The thing is, is a video of an animal at the zoo destroying a Christmas tree is going to be far and away the best thing that the tree farm or the hardware store, you know, Home Depot has ever posted on their social media. And it's no, and it's at no real cost to the zoo. You're just getting someone to come over, film it, go back, post it on their social media. And that's generally enough to get a lot of great uh, donations from these companies. Everyone wants to show that they're taking an active role in, you know, getting, um, involved with the community around uh, their specific company, so this is a great way to kind of uh, do both of those, both of those things there. Because not only will um, that company be able to post on their social media of Bob the Bison in this uh, particularly particular scenario, but you guys will also, your facility will also be able to say, hey, we're partnering with. Uh, this branch, Home Depot, they gave us Christmas trees, thanks. And that's a great way, kind of mutual social media handshake there to show uh, that you're both taking initiative and both getting involved in the community. And obviously, uh, it's going to end up with some great footage and great content for both social media audiences. And actually, I have an example of a, uh, a recent example of you know myself doing something very, very similar to this. Um, uh, a lot of the build projects that I've posted in the past uh, and a really great enrichment item is actually the wooden spools that uh, you know wire and uh, different tubing and stuff like that are attached to. The problem with the wooden spools, um, they're hard to get because they're actually generally owned by a company that makes them and then loans them out to other companies uh, to spool up wire and tubing, uh, similar to, you know, a sort of alcohol bottle exchange uh, these things, they get swapped around by a company that actually owns the bottle. So this can make it really difficult to obtain uh, the spools, uh, you know, cause the construction companies that are going to be at your zoo or uh, something like that don't actually own, they're not really in the position to give away the spools. They don't actually own them. So, um, you know, in my circumstance, one day I was driving. Uh, Down the road, and I passed a hydro company truck that was full of empty spools. So I decided to send them an email asking for a donation, and I used the same basic template that we discussed in the previous paragraph and attached uh, an image of some animals playing with a spool. So I didn't email a specific person or anything like that. All I could find was their general email address that anybody could use to contact them. And I'm sure if, you know, uh, you work in the hydro industry, I'm sure that email is just overrun with people complaining about their power being out or their hydro bill, stuff like that. So I wasn't really expecting to hear anything back, but literally less than 24 hours later, I got an email right away. Um, and you know, a couple days after that, I had a truckload of spools that this company was just giving away, um, for free. And all they, all they asked for in exchange was a video Um, of a bison in that circumstance uh, actually using the enrichment item. So uh, it was free for kind of both sides. Uh, They got a great uh, PR stunt out of it and it's probably their most liked thing on their uh, social media pages. So it was a very, very easy thing to set up and it worked super, super well. So there's really a lot of other benefits um, to actually reaching out to the community uh, and getting them involved. It's really going to educate the community about enrichment programs and animal welfare and captivity, showing that we're actually trying to do our part to make sure these animals are, uh, you know, performing their natural behaviors and living a uh, great Great lives uh, in our institutions. You know, obviously, it comes with great social media content, and you're actually making partners, long-term partnerships, sometimes with local the local community instead of just being a tourist attraction. You know, it's uh, you know it easily and inexpensively upgrades your enrichment program, uh, sometimes quite a bit. With uh, you know, in the case that I just uh, mentioned, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of uh, material donated. So it's you know by no means is asking a company for donations the only way to get support from your community. Uh, you can ask your visitors to bring in potential enrichment items that they may have lying around their houses via social media or your facility's website. Uh, you know, For example, you could have, even have a enrichment drive day where you ask your visitors to bring something uh, from a list of items. And if they do, they get a percentage off their admission or, or not. A lot of people will do that for absolutely uh, no incentive at all. So uh, I just kinda made a list of different uh, items that I was thinking about when I was uh, writing this. And you know, uh, an obvious one that a lot of facilities have already done is um, reaching out to your local fire station for fire hose donations. Uh, They're actually only able to use them for a certain amount of years. So they actually have to get rid of a certain amount of fire hose generally every single year. So it's a great way to partner up with um, a very cool uh, organization in every community. Uh, Your firefighters, so uh, that's definitely something uh, that every facility should do if they can. Um, you know, cardboard tubes and egg cartons. These are pretty easy to get a hold of, but that's a great way to, uh, it's a great thing for visitors and volunteers to bring. Uh, perfume and spices, again from visitors and volunteers, uh, particularly perfume because it's sealed containers. Uh, Generally, people have old cologne and perfume laying around, and that can be great for a lot of animals. Um, Punching bags, uh, I thought would be a really cool idea from a local gym or something like that. Uh, This would be really cool for um, maybe some sheep, some goats. Uh, Large appliance boxes from appliance stores, you know, who cats and uh, a lot of animals really like those massive boxes and it's really hard to find boxes uh, that are large enough for you know bears and stuff like that. So reaching out to appliance stores might be a great way of actually uh, getting some. Uh, Another one would be uh, plastic barrels from a chemical slash water treatment company or another company that you think uh, may be dealing uh, with uh, chemicals and different things like that. Obviously uh, you'd have to sanitize them and make sure they were 100% chemical free before you gave them to an animal, uh, but just something to think about Uh, as well as uh, various sized jugs from pool companies and chemical companies as well. Uh, Chlorine jugs are really, really good. We use them all the time. Uh, Browse from arborists and tree removal companies, you know, if you have a local tree removal company um, and they would be willing to part with some of the uh, parts of the trees, uh, browse that they're cutting down, that would be a really cool opportunity. Um, You could also have things like a paper mache build night from guests, with guests, sorry, that you could actually, uh, you know, maybe have an event or something like that. Um, PVC from plumbing companies or plastic companies many, many more. Uh, That's just a couple of the ideas that I had off the top of my head, so I think uh, taking a look around your community and actually uh, thinking of some ideas that may work for your facility would be a great start in getting involvement from your local community and getting upgraded, uh, you know, having these kind of upgrades to your enrichment program and to sometimes get a lot of materials for uh, virtually nothing. The great thing about enrichment uh, in general is that it's not a complex concept to explain to people outside of the industry, uh, and quite often you can see the fruits of your labor right away. You know, by the animal actually interacting with the object. So reaching out to your community for assistance uh, with an enrichment program is a great way to form long-lasting partnerships and get involved in a local community uh, through the improvement of animal welfare, which is a win-win from both sides. So. Uh, definitely uh, do some brainstorming. Think about how to reach out to your uh, local community. Uh, your animals will thank you. Well, thanks again, guys. Uh, there's some great, exciting things happening uh, at Wild & Richmond, and we're very, very excited to start releasing some more uh, content uh, in the new year. Lots of articles. Uh, lots of uh, different content that you haven't seen before, and lots of enrichment uh, coming your way in the new year. So I hope you guys uh, stay safe and stay healthy. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or anything like that, uh, that you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can always reach out uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Uh You can email me, um, kyle at Enrichment be more than happy to talk to you about enrichment and help you solve any enrichment problems that you may have. So thank you guys so much for listening until next time.